the feedback that I got from, you know, previous episodes that I was speaking too fast. You think so? Who said that? Can you believe that shit? Who who yeah. the fuck said that? Who like, who are you getting feedback from? <laughs> okay, this can this can also be taken as my own feedback because I you know I I listened to it and I found maybe you thought you were speaking too fast. Yeah, I thought I was speaking too fast. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. I thought you were fine. Yeah. Yeah, but you were great. You were good. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, happy to hear it. Yeah. I'm happy to improve. Are you uh, out on the or are you inside the apartment? So like I'm on the balcony so that's why I'm worried about any background noise but if you can't hear it I don't think it makes into the recording either so I just hear a few beeps every now and then which is fine you know it kind of gives yeah. the ambiance so. Okay yeah yeah it's not like but you know those beeps will die down as the night progresses but uh, right now I think it's and Bangalore doesn't give a fuck about covid let me tell you like there is is no wonder why people are fucking getting infected here by the millions it's like I'm not even like I don't even feel really I mean I obviously feel bad but it's just I don't feel threatened you know because like everyone like I'm pretty sure most of the people here who are getting covid I just walk around without a mask man <laughs> like there's so many people that do it you know it's insane yeah, uh but like people use their dupattas for masks and shit can you believe that like ladies use the sarees pallu so like <laughs> so stupid bro. yeah it's like smart or whatever I don't know <laughs> Man, yeah. I, I I'm waiting for the Bavali celebrations to kick in once oh, they start. Yes, the COVID mega spreader, the Bavali. Yeah, that'll be good. Oh, we'll keep on extending my stay in Kerala, sir. Yeah, it's probably a good thing, isn't it? Yeah, for you at least. Because <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Deepavali is big in Kolkata as well, right? Not that big because they have deliberately uh, not made it big because we have the Durga Puja. Wait, is Durga Puja uh, the same as? I don't know. I have no okay. idea. <laughs> I should know this, but I don't. <laughs> yeah. So they do the big uh, Durga Puja thing. So yeah. I don't think they celebrate Deepavali to that extent. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm happy. If, go, I'm happy. All out. I mean, yeah. They go all out. You said. They go all out. <laughs> yeah like some some of the festivals here as well like these kannadigas really really fucking party like for weeks man it's fucking crazy i'm like dude go sleep uh <laughs> it's honestly concerning but yeah i remember that jordan din video of people in bangalore celebrating diwali <laughs> yeah 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 those guys are fucking you know who you should follow like uh for this kind of same kind of not exactly the same but it's so relatable to cities uh danish seth i'm sure you follow him right danish no i don't know no okay check him out okay it's like really he just does that whole thing that uh you know jordan indians does but on a different weirder way <laughs> it's funny uh, not like sk- the skits and stuff but um uh, still like you know just impressions oh, yeah. and stuff really funny oh nice what was the name again danish seth yeah i could just listen back to the recording but i need to bring that you know podcast feeling to it stuff so. yeah 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 no no yeah definitely uh so are we re-recording or are we just going to keep going with this or what we're going to keep going with this the thing is so now the the software that i'm using for recording i've gotten a little bit used to it so i can just cut out any crap i don't want 
to be in this. Oh wait, uh, so you're not you're not like recording from Skype? I'm recording from Skype, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, all right. Yeah. So <sighs> it seems to be very easy. I mean, for a, yeah. for a starter like me, yeah, yeah, I look up some better better um, options for, as well. Like during, uh, um, because I, I'm sure there has to be some better options. I, I like, I'm pretty sure there's like this option where you can each record on your end, and it just automatically yeah, yeah. automatically syncs up to a yeah. recording done like this. You know, that'd be pretty cool. I think. That, that's what all the pros are doing. Yeah. But if this, if this thing is going to be a thing, you know, I will definitely get. I'll get a proper mic. I'll get one for you also. No, no, I, I just wanted to buy a mic, so it's fine. But like, yeah, I, I think it's like, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't think it's that much of a investment. I think it's like, you know, you can get a semi-decent setup going for like a reasonable mm. amount and that will definitely help make this a more mm. real professional sort of thing, you know? Like, um, although I do admit that, you know, there is a certain vibe to it. I don't know how well uh, that's marketable, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, but I don't just know. What about the name though? Like, you're, like, are you sticking with the crawl space? Are you just going to compete with this other podcast? <laughs> uh, that's the thing. So I did some research on the other crawl space, yeah, and um, they host Comic Con booths. Fuck me. What the fuck? Okay, that's crazy. So I'm not going to compete with that. No, yeah, that's not great. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to change my name, and apparently, it's okay to have the same podcast name. Apparently, because the laws are different for some reason. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, and like, in fact, what are you going to change it to, though? Um, I so here here's the deal. I wanted to sound ferocious and funny at the same time. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ruthless. So, yeah. So yeah. I'm thinking along the line. Also, it, it would be great if I can somehow relate it to the place we are from, Kerala. Right. Yeah. Okay. These but that's, things... I mean, that's a pretty decent audience that you're targeting as well. You know, like the English Malu, you know, that's there are quite a few of those, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure they would love a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Talk about relevant stuff. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Also, we have a few topics to talk about. Yes, this time we do have some topics to talk about. Yeah, I'm very interested. So we, uh, I mean, I saw this video on YouTube. It came up, came up in my feed about these conjoined twins. Um, that came up on your feed? And I didn't say, what kind of shit do you follow? That's <laughs> fucking crazy. The shit that I see on YouTube. It's oh, okay. That's crazy, man. <laughs> I've, uh, yeah, it was... Yeah, do you want to like walk through what the video was first? Because I don't know if anyone you know listening to this is going to actually watch the video. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the video is about uh, a pair of conjoined twins, and they're named Carmen and Lupita, and yeah. they were born in Mexico and they moved to the U.S. for uh, specifically for uh, their health condition. So. I guess they were initially planning to separate out in after coming to the US, but then they thought it's not a good idea and they just decided to keep staying there so that they could be close to their doctors or whatever. And the it's 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 very interesting, dude. So there, yeah, I thought there it was were, really interesting, yeah. 
uh, it changes it's a very different perspective you know even though the it's it's another person attached to you everything is different i know like and it was like i mean the whole the- theme of that video in particular i liked is because it was centered around like them getting something really simple that teenagers would get like a driving license right like yeah. and it's just like really elaborating on sort of um how difficult but also kind of normal it is for them yeah. even though like you yeah. would picture it i certainly pictured it. yeah yeah so yeah. uh yeah um what was i saying yeah so i i really i'm not i don't know if i enjoyed it but it was just very interesting to me for sure <laughs> it, 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 let's be honest it's it's 10% disturbing and 90% yeah yeah I guess I mean it was disturbing because it was so far from what we know I guess. Yeah. And obviously you you are me a little bit empathetic so we feel yeah, for this yeah. as well. But yeah. then dude just just by you know looking at them I feel like I feel like there's a lot of uh they draw encouragement from I don't know what but they seem to be really optimistic about the whole thing. They were so yeah that was something that I was really surprised by was that they were just so normalized by this condition of theirs even yeah. though it's like so rare uh and uh I don't know it's like kind of inspirational isn't it like it's just they really didn't give a fuck that they were conjoined yeah. and they recognized that they were two different people I really like that that one was kind of shy and wouldn't talk and the other one was like quite chatty uh yeah. I, that was cool you know like it it humanized them as two different I people i can't if i can't stand my sister in the same house for more than a week <laughs> these two that's, that's a good point i wonder if they fight right like <laughs> i mean what do you do you can't would turn to the other side what do you do oh you? my god that's that's so oh that's kind of funny to think about i shouldn't be laughing and that is me going uh, straight is, to hell but uh, yeah <laughs> they were pretty funny about it as well Yeah. yeah yeah i know they were really lighthearted about it which made me kind of comfortable as well yeah. uh it was it was really interesting because you've seen i've seen all these you know everyone's seen all these images and like articles about conjoined twins and it's always them conjoined at the head or something oh, yeah. and it's just they you know end up being really miserable for pretty much their whole life let's be honest but like these guys it looked like they had a semi normal life going on you know mm. they were worried about things that teenagers would be worried about and like you know they had different dreams and ambitions it was it was kind of cool like you know and like a lot of these people i think end up just being inspirational characters for movements you know mm-hmm. yeah can you hear that guy shouting in the background no nope. okay because it was quite loud okay never mind yeah <laughs> anyway yeah yeah okay. so give a, a little bit more information about their condition they are conjoined only at uh, a certain part of the body they jo- they joined at the waist and right. they have most of the organs separate they have separate lungs heart stomach but yeah it looks like they have a common digestive system which is that's oh insane holy shit just to oh. think about like how that's structured in the body is crazy man fuck yeah man i mean you eat what i eat. So, yeah, yeah, I know, right? Like, oh, that's oh, the human body is truly amazing. That's crazy. I didn't know that. 
So I think from the waist down, it's a single body. So I think uh, one of them is in control of the right leg and the other one is in control of yeah. the left leg. Yeah, which made driving, is, I think, pretty tricky. <laughs> that's, that's, I think, my yeah. shit right there, dude. I mean, yeah. you're, that's two people in control of, you know, one machine right there. Like, how do you even walk, right? Yeah. Like, how do you walk when it's like that sort of situation that's and they i think like one of the things they said was like i don't think we have a telepathic connection and i was like yeah, yeah obviously you know but like they clearly have some connection to have the sort of ability to walk and run that's like an insane difference for two separate people to do right like it's i think yeah. i think there's more I mean, there you know coordination. A lot yeah. of coordination yeah, the coordination, I think, would be like, need to be impeccable. Um, but it's like, they both have their own arms. So they have yeah. four arms in total. And then just two legs, right? So like, I think it's just such a weird sort of interesting mix where they are capable for the most part, but also to walk, they need that level of coordination. I don't know. I don't know how it works. You know, also, it just seems every, so, yeah. sexual act a three way. How does it work? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I, I the the thought did cross my mind. I will admit, <laughs> I know I don't think I want to know the answer because that's just going to be kind of weird in a I different way. <laughs> but then I I also assume they must have learned to live with it as well. Right, of course. Yeah, they're not going to go kill themselves. I hope not. They seem really positive. Definitely more positive than people normal people have met. So that's I think they're okay. For sure. Anybody else in this sort of situation, I can imagine them being totally depressed and sitting at home, not wanting to go out, sitting in the dark and all that crap. But these right. people are really optimistic. And I am super happy, you know, for them. Yeah, yeah definitely. They were, you know what I was wondering as well? Because like, um, just now as well, I was wondering this when you said they shared a digestive system. How do you think their spine is structured? You know, is it like, does it, two spines become one like a zipper? That's what I think they said. Yeah, I that's think crazy. That's insane. Wow. Dude. Yeah, so that's just ah, oh, it's insane. Yeah. That's the case. Then there has to be some sort of neural connection between the two. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was getting to because if their spines are connected, there has to be some sort of a link there. It cannot be that they're linkless just because like of the structure of their body. I think there has to be some sort of exchange of information from brain to brain. Yeah. Well, I mean, what the fuck do I know? <laughs> like, I'm, just, you know I'm just a fucking armchair expert. What? You got off there. But, what? But, but it's nice to speculate. What are you yeah, it's definitely to... nice to speculate, yeah. Yeah. You know, the only problem is the only embarrassing situation we would be in if they listened to this podcast. But then I think they're pretty chill. Uh, no, I think they're pretty chill. I think they'd like it. And if they do listen, uh, we are very impressed and also inspired. Yeah, very inspired. Yeah. Uh, so yeah so by the end of the video we don't reach any sort of conclusion they also mention no. that if they do get separated they're basically going they to die. die yeah they'll most likely die yeah, yeah. I like <laughs> I really like the end of the video where she failed the driving test because like that is such a, a normal thing to happen to like a teenager I, I failed my first driving test in the US when I was there for like a year right like um, well yeah but like I the, the driving test procedure Dude, I mean, I know we've both gotten licenses in India and we take the stupid H turn or something, right? But in, in the US, man, fuck, they are 
DMVs are like spawns of hell, you know? It's like, ah, oh, it's such an experience, honestly. Wow. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. But like, you know, I really enjoyed the brutal reality that they are not going to get a pass on their first driving test. You know, <laughs> like, you know, that was uh, comically dark. I think too optimistic, a little bit too much, I feel like. But yeah. Come on, dude. This is scripted. This has to be scripted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if the, you know, the people who went for the filming, uh, they probably picked that day, right? Like, because it's a nice event happening in their life. And I yeah. wonder if, like, they thought that they were going to pass. And, like, they made the whole movie sort of expecting them to pass. <laughs> and in the end, they failed. That would be really, like, brutal for them. But I think it really works better that they failed, just on a more realistic sort of grounded level. It was it was really yeah. interesting. Yeah. So those were one of the videos we watched. And we also watched another one, which was, yeah. uh, which is more on the tech side of things. Uh, yes. So I, I I need to give I I need to give a background on this as well. So both yeah. of us we used to way back in the day we used to play this game called Unreal Tournament, and right. we yeah we liked it. We, so uh, it's basically a first person shooter game, and yeah we basically kill each other and we find joy in it. So yes, all all games. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. the. The thing that fascinates me about this particular game, uh, there are a lot of first-person shooter games, but this one in particular uses the Unreal Engine, which mm. is, even at the time, it was pretty, uh, it was, I don't know, uh, it was very advanced for its time. Yeah. So, uh, a few days back, again, on my magical YouTube feed, I get this video. Saying hmm. that Unreal Engine is branching out into the automotive industry, and, <laughs> yes. and apparently they are in partnership with the GM. GM, and yep. Now they're going to take care of human robot interact interactions in self-driving cars. Right. So the this is huge because a gaming company doing this. I mean, the, the I know. A heck, lot of this. I mean, a group of the society who blame media games for people killing each other. There are also <laughs> positive sides to this thing, you know. Yes, yeah. So, I yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, that video was just like let let me understand what what was happening in that video. Okay, um, okay. they were advertising a product, or not really, really advertising a product. They were showcasing a product which yeah. was essentially that you could program Unreal Engine 4 in your car and not for the benefit of the car, just for the benefit of anything Unreal Engine 4 is used for. So something that you could do on your tablet or your uh, PC, you could do it out of your car touchscreen. And that Basically. was the product they were trying to showcase, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, that's just like wild to me. It's wild yeah. to me all like for good and bad things, I think, because for good things, it's obviously amazing. It's amazing yeah. that we've reached so far that we can just do this via mm -hmm. car. <laughs> you know, <what laughs> I mean? like why would you want to? I think is the bad thing. Like it's you know, like recently I seen this article and I ha I was having a debate with another friend of mine 
where um this car that my my folks were test driving it it had like this central console much like a tesla or whatever which was just like this huge fucking flat like touchscreen right and um you know even if you want to fucking change the air con you need Mm. to find the fucking touchscreen and it's just and like i i just drove for a 12 hours yesterday uh and uh you know what I really like? I really like not having to look off the road <laughs> to change yeah. my aircon, you know, and I still had maps going on the side, you know, I didn't, yeah. I didn't need that, you know? So, yeah. and even if someone, you know, like, let's say the target audience here is particularly developers because normal people don't give a fuck about this, surely. Um, yeah. And all those developers that buy this, which is probably going to be a really small margin, they probably already have, like, I don't think they probably want to work on the car. like i don't know like it's insane to me that they don't have enough time that they can't just fucking drive (laughs) i think uh the product that they demoed in the video i think it was one of the products that unreal engine makes for cars i think that particular thing is i think it's just a ui that it uses for you know just for human machine interactions or whatever i think the engine itself the automotive wing of their part of the company i think they are working on several of these products you know right yeah yeah I see what that's what it is. that's my even though it, yeah it looks like what you said it looks like there is a freaking guy sitting inside a car and programming yeah, designing the next fucking need yeah. for speed game or whatever <laughs> inside a car maybe that'll I mean, be the tagline if you know what if you think about it, the the people who sit in the basement and you know for the rest of their yeah. lives. Yeah. It would be an upgrade for them because they at least do it inside the house. They, uh, at least they get involved. <laughs> they leave their man caves for, yeah. oh man. Yeah, I guess, but I don't know. It's just, I, I just can't see why. And, you know, I, like, I, you know, it's, it's great. The how is great, how they've done it, but the why is just, why? <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, they, you know, has science I, gone too far? I'm I'm just excited that a, a freaking gaming company is doing this because the gaming industry has taken such a lot of flack for unnecessary bullshit. So yeah, but I think that's you know sort of that that conversation I think about like games causing violence. It's a lot more toned down now as well. Yeah. You know, in 2020, I think like some people who have that opinion, they're never going to change it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know, oh, that's okay. Especially during these times, because you know, some kids go wild. You know, might try experimenting with guns. Yeah. And mom's like, okay, so you're doing this anyway. So why not? You know, make a video game guns, out of it. Yeah. Why not do some GTA? You know. That's true. Nice. Yeah, I think I think it's also like a, it's you know for, like. It's just something to take the edge off, <laughs> just to avoid doing it in real life, I guess. Uh, so that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know if One, I would really want to do the GTA stuff in Bangalore, though. It's like fucking trafficking shit. <laughs> Get nowhere. Makes sense. So I remember, I still remember one one day when my cousin uh, took me to his place, and then he was going to show me the new GTA or whatever on his uh, PlayStation okay. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and um, he turned on the game, and before turning it on, this is what he said. Uh, so, well, 
so if you have a lot of stress a lot of built up emotions in you what do you usually do to i was like i don't know maybe i i play some drums and then maybe i go kick a punching bag i don't know yeah, what yeah. i do yeah yeah like you should try this and he turned on this game <laughs> and yeah. then he he shot a couple of civilians and then let's go it made him feel better so <sighs> Uh, yeah, is he okay right now? Like, <laughs> is he doing well? <laughs> I I hope so. I, I okay. really, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think playing drums to relieve stress is also fine. <laughs> That's also good. You know, like yeah. do what makes you happy. <laughs> um, also, also, I yeah. like it when small, small independent companies make huge strides like this. I always, I always root for the. underdog for some reason i don't know why are you calling so, unreal engine a small independent company uh when they made unreal one yeah when they made it yeah but like now do you know who owns them who owns them epic games owns them dude oh wow yeah totally <laughs> they are not they are no longer a small company at all yeah, like no i mean yeah there is like and epic games like i think this is a nice segue to what we wanted to casually talk about as well like um epic games with the um apple thing right and did you hear yeah. about this where they removed fortnite from oh, really? uh, the apple you didn't okay so basically i mean this happened a little while ago but uh, the okay. story i think is quite interesting now because it's mostly over so um i think a couple of months ago epic games um so apple has this thing in their apple store that if if someone uh buys a game from the apple store and then they have let's say um if a game costs $10 apple gets 30% right of the revenue that's how they maintain the store um okay. but that was all well and good back in the day but now games have microtransactions right and uh, yeah. apple basically gets 30% of each microtransaction right mm-hmm. um so that was not a good deal for epic and a lot of developers agreed with them the 30% is too high for apple to host this and it's a huge uh, you know like a lot of um, indie and like low level app developers they can't afford that 30% is fucking huge right like you probably need to make some sort of profit so um i think um there was a lot of air about it so what epic games did oh man this is crazy it's one of those mm-hmm. 2020 things they uh band they they no they um put up um a gateway link inside fortnite to their own um payment platform where they didn't have to pay uh the 30% and they also gave the users a um discount if they paid through that that's why right. Yeah, so they might yeah no 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 that's that's not wild because like immediately after they did that i think within a couple of hours apple banned fortnite within <laughs> like immediately right and then yeah. it's like epic totally knew that was going to happen because they released this video and i think you should watch this video later I, i know you probably didn't watch it but like it's basically like this propaganda level video with fortnite characters in black and white and there's like this big screen where there's an apple talking and like all these children are being like suppressed and this sounds wild but that is literally what this video is it's like in black and white it kind of reminds you of like schindler's list you know and oh. then uh these children are listening to propaganda or whatever and then uh this epic fortnite character comes smashes the screen and it says um 
fight for your freedom or some crap. So Epic basically wanted their audience, kids, to revolt against Apple and this decision and to overturn this situation, right? And then Apple just doubled down and they basically took away development rights for Epic. It's actually huge news because like, I don't think Unreal Engine is currently, uh, you can't develop it on an Apple product. Wow. Something like that. It's like huge because Epic owns Unreal Engine and yeah. um, you know, it's, it's a huge thing. And Apple just like did not bend at all to their needs and fucking shunned them. I, I feel like eventually they will come back to Apple. Because yeah. profitable for both parties, but like um, it was, it was kind of wild that situation. Apple is, I think, always known to do stuff like this, like for like no negotiation with terrorist kind of attitude towards all of these. <laughs> yeah, because I even I remember, really money minded. You know, they just really like money. <laughs> yeah, even when the uh, when they were being investigated, they were. They were asked to hand over some information from the iCloud or whatever for some investigation. For in some the case. FBI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just refused it. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So, yeah. I think, I, think I, mean, I, don't know. I feel like that was a bit of a publicity stunt, I feel. Because I feel like Apple probably has some sort of tie-up with the U.S. government. They just, you don't yeah. get that big without, without being that sort of level. You know what I mean? Like, you... you like Apple, Facebook, I'm pretty sure they're like involved in like surveillance programs for the U.S. government. It's probably required by U.S. law to some degree. Um, probably. Yeah, you know, like it wouldn't be surprising. Uh, it's like, you know, you, you say that Chinese smartphones spy on you, that, you know, but I'm sure other products spy on you for the U.S. government. I'm, she, I'm sure like most information being transacted out there I don't know if you saw this, like there was this agreement in the Airtel user end agreement, which like went viral a few days ago. It was basically outlining that Airtel had rights to record any conversation and use your gender, your religious beliefs, your political beliefs, and use that information for their whatever. And like people agree to that shit. This is Airtel, you know, like, I mean, so like, you know, just the idea that there is like private information is just so rare to me. I think the most private information you can share is a conversation with someone live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. Yeah. Man, man, this is going out of control. Yeah, this is wildly off topic as well. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but it, yeah, but it makes, you know, it's, it's it worth talking segment. about. Yeah, it's worth yeah, talking yeah. about. Sure. Yeah. So oh, I would like to, I, I want to go back and talk about a little bit more about the underdog companies because yeah I, I, I you know MRF yes the tire company the tire company yeah, so yeah. us Indians would uh, find this backstory pretty interesting because MRF I don't know if you know stands for Madras Rubber Factory oh yeah I've heard this before yes that's true yeah again it's an underdog company that started off as a toy manufacturing unit that makes balloons dude right yeah yeah this i'm guy, always rooting for an underdog yeah that's insane <laughs> this guy so basically back in 1947 started this balloon manufacturing unit and okay. that's that's where the rubber idea basically came from apparently interesting okay and 
yeah and slowly started of expanding business was booming and then deals started being wow. made with a company in the us uh, based in ohio yeah uh, and that was the company that helped them make tires basically of course yeah fuck that's and, yeah afterwards the deal uh, i didn't think it didn't work i i think it it didn't work out between the two companies but that's where the tire thing happened and then yeah. dude like Uh, fast forward to now this company yeah, like in formula 1 uh, yeah. yeah they are yeah. in formula 1 they have yeah, they have rally teams they have partnership yeah. with freaking hasbro that makes plans for us cartoons that's insane that's yeah it's so big. so crazy yeah so it's insane how that kind of thing is even possible now you know like because most thing you can't reinvent the wheel can you <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. literally there as well wow that was a really good part, like reference by me <laughs> because i didn't realize it worked both ways because we're talking about wheels right <laughs> that's good uh, but uh, yeah another company i think is very much like that is royal enfield and i i think they were shit for so long and you know now mm. they're they're like selling bikes all over the world they're the best selling bike in uk for a couple of months now it's just like it's just such a inspirational story when something so small you know like royal enfield actually so uh back when the british were occupying india yeah. uh they basically started this whole royal enfield thing from britain and then they moved production to india because it was cheaper mm. and after the british left royal enfield in britain shut down right oh, but apparently no one told the factory in chennai <laughs> so they just kept making bikes <laughs> yeah and they that's how they became an indian company right and wow. then like eventually they became so big they that they went back to britain but like as an indian company as rubus like you know as opposed to the opposite which was before and now wow. they're you know doing insane they're doing incredibly well it's and they came from nothing they were just a factory of workers who didn't want to stop working Mm. <laughs> it's just you know that's really cool stuff which i mean i don't know if i believe in that stuff happening anymore today but yeah. maybe we just don't hear about it you know i i like to think it happens to some people they put out an ad a couple of weeks ago and i found it a little bit funny because it was about uh, a working class guy who tries to turn on his bike after the lockdown got lifted and <laughs> okay and yeah royal enfield being royal enfield you would expect for the bike to roar but it didn't start yeah <laughs> so it didn't yeah. start and the yeah. whole um, the whole thing they were they were trying to say with the ad was that they will provide you with in home service or whatever that or, is not a great look <laughs> yeah actually yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a wrong message they're, they're sending there <laughs> Uh why could that not have been an advert about like I don't know like a guy getting a puncture and just like rolling his bike to his home you know that can happen to any bike and then be yeah. like hey we'll come to your home as opposed to fucking oh my bike won't start <laughs> yeah this is this is what happens when marketing gets pushed to the limits when the you know so stupid dude <laughs> when the people who owns the company go to these marketing guys and tell them Oh. and we need we need newer stuff we need we need oh, to use it so what marketing oh my god i like yeah. royal enfield's marketing has always been kind of trash i think like for the last himalayan bike that came out 
and the Himalayan is sort of like a a tourer bike with like a lot of suspension and you like you know almost like dirt dirt bike tires and stuff. It's kind of a special looking bike. And um, the idea with that bike was like you could ride around the city and also go off roading with it. And the promo yeah. video they shot for the off roading literally yeah. shows parts of the bike falling off <laughs> when they go for bumps and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think I went totally this off off air. Yeah, I forgot, but like it's, <laughs> it's so funny. Oh. Yeah, man. Uh, sometimes the ads go wrong, and then people like us get to enjoy it and talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, it's still it's still f- fulfilling their marketing. Yeah, uh, I guess intention. <laughs> so any price is good, good price. So. Yeah, any price is good for us. That's right. <laughs>